Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Newton Mentaris. This is Mental Life Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing black people. Do black people understand what power really is? No, they do not. And see, this is going to always be the problem. You know, this is always going to be the problem with so-called black people. Okay? This is always going to be the so-called problem with black people. They do not understand what real power is. They still think that power equals materialism. They still think that power equals money. They they really believe that. They believe the more money you get, the more powerful you are. But look at, look at Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby had a ton of money. Still got tons of money. But did it stop him from going to jail? Did it stop him from getting locked up? Did it stop him from being prosecuted by a criminal justice system that was looking to make a Example out of him to show him that his money meant nothing. So really, what that was meant to do, the just using Bill Cosby as an example, it was meant to show you that you so-called black people's money don't matter. Y'all didn't even take that away with you. For you Negroes who are always up here talking about oh money, they say cut the check and the money this and the money that and blah blah blah. And you niggas with the reparations and y'all black people talking oh my my spend millions of dollars, I spend my money up in here. You spend money up with the Koreans, you spend money with the Jews, you spend money with the with the whoever East Indians, you spend money with all these subcultures within the human race, yet you still don't get any respect. You think your money buys you power? It doesn't. It doesn't. See, money is a concept that was created by the beast. You see, currency was a reality that was created by us. Currency. Right? What do I mean by that? Currency was gold, was silver, was elements, elements that were projected into the earth, elements that had use, okay? Elements that had use and could only be usable by people who collectively agreed upon this said element as a resource for people to use and those who are able to gain access to it would thus have the flow of currency and thus power. But the power came not in the individuality to possess all of that currency. It came in the ability to bring people together, to agree upon something, to bring people together to agree upon something that is greater than them. See, you all are supposed to be greater than the money, but you people act like the money is greater than you. You see, money is nothing but a creation of the so-called white man. See, whether it be paper dollars, whether it be a bunch of credits like he got in the computer, you all will sell each other out and you all will play this individual mindset just to get that paper, just to get those credits in the computer. And you sell out the real power. The real power is you all as a collective. That's the real power. You see, when the white man gives you money, he doesn't just give it to you for, like I said, for one of you, you know, just to, you know, for the benefit one of you, he gives it to you because he knows that the one he's giving the money to is going to 
influence the masses of you. See, he realizes where the power is. He realizes the power is in the collective of controlling you. So all he has to do is get one influencer, one so-called charismatic Negro to go out here and influence the masses with money. Like I gave you that example of Jeff Bezos where he gave this guy, Van Jones, uh, what, what was it? I guess it's Van Jones, when he gave the guy $100 million. He gave Van Jones $100 million, and he gave some other guy $100 million. All right. He gave another guy $100 million. All right. But he gave Van Jones $100 million. Was that for Van Jones? He said, you can do whatever you want, but you already know the strings with that. And the strings are the publicity that Jeff Bezos got but giving the so-called black man $100 million, which is going to make him look good in the sight of those people because you got so many people, especially black people, who are Amazon Prime members, right? So this gives Jeff Bezos the idea that he actually cares about so-called black people by helping, symbolically helping one so-called black man who he's really looking to influence many. See, the so-called white man, he understands that the true power is not in his money. See, his money is a tool, just like his law, his so-called law and order here, which is really organized chaos and confusion, is a tool. It's a tool of control that can only be accessed by people who are going to work that system together collectively. This is what black people don't understand. They think that as individuals, I can get all the money. They think as individuals, I can get all the money, and thus I get the power. And thus, I'm more powerful than everybody else because I can buy material things. That's a program that was put in the minds of you people. That is a program that was put in the minds of you people. Yeah. You see, that program is put in the minds of the people so that the people will act as individuals. They will act as crabs in the barrel. If you tell a few that they can get for themselves and have more than the many, then the few will always promote disunity. The few will always promote disharmony. They will always be for sale because, again, in their mind, cash rules everything around them. Cash. And it's not even about cash no more. It's credits. You don't really find people that carry cash no more. People have accepted a debit system, a credit system, whatever system, right? People barely carry cash anymore. So what you don't understand is once cash is slowly being removed from the prime uh, uh, source of income, now it's about credit and what you got on your cards, debit and whatever, right? Money being transferred back and forth through the computer. Now physical money takes a back seat. It's not going to go anywhere, but it takes a back seat. So now what does that do? It puts a bigger wedge between your understanding of what power is and what you thought it was because you thought it was about the cash. A lot of you were sitting in jail because you were chasing cash, the image of cash, money, paper, right? And you thought that would be the power. You thought if you bought a whole bunch of guys out here who were selling your drugs, you thought if you bought a whole bunch of Rolls Royces and cat and Rolls Royces and, and Bentleys and, 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 and gold chains and diamonds and houses and things like that and threw money away and whatnot, you thought that that was power, to be able to jump on planes and fly here and fly there. Sure, 
The beast was playing with you. The beast was playing with you. You know why you know he was playing with you niggas? Because he knew what you were doing. He knew what you niggas was about. He just let you play with his money. He let he plays cat and mouse with you Negroes when it comes to money. You see, he plays cat and mouse. He lets you think you are important because you have, some of you have money. He lets you think you are important. But how important really are you? How important are you with your money? Not important at all. Not important at all. You got a lot of black people with money. But it don't mean nothing because you're not together. You're not together. That's the true power. And, see, the beast don't ever have to worry about that, you being all together, because, see, in your minds, you're always trying to one-up each other, and in your mind, that is power, to one-up each other, to try and be more important, to have more than one another. That's why you will never get power. The beast cannot work a financial system if he don't have his people in place to work that system. He cannot work a financial system. He cannot work a political system. He cannot work a law enforcement system. He cannot work a penal system. You got people who are cooperating, who are cooperating in alignment with him. That's the power. The power is to get the people to work in unison together. That's the power, not as individuals. This escapes the so-called black race. That's why if you notice so-called black people are always up into like, yeah, see, we got to come together. Never something bad happens. See, we got to come together. See, we got we to gotta get on point. We got to get on code. Well, what is that exactly does that mean? What exactly does that mean? See, what that means is once you start getting on code, as they say, like Tariq Nasheed, the guy Jason Black said, once you Negroes start getting on code or whatever that means, whatever the code is going to be, what they fail to realize is you're going to have 100 niggas trying to write the code because being black is just that abstract. Being black is so abstract, you're going to have a whole bunch of niggas on an abstract mindset trying to write the codes and whatnot and make them to where it's relaxing and comfortable to them. No. Whenever you try to amass power, whenever you're looking to amass real power, you need certain ingredients to amass that power. First and foremost, you need the collectiveness of your people. Second, you need your people to all agree on one thing that they're going to follow, one thing that they're going to be about, one thing that they're going to think about and focus on. They need one thing, one thing that they're going to put their mind, body, and soul into. And once you can get them to agree on that and work together in unison and play their positions and not get out of place, not get out of line, that's where power starts. That's where power starts. Obviously, black people will never see power because that's a hard reality for black people to swallow. See, they think all they got to do is get together and have some kind of loose-knit, loose-knit loose knit based group, right, of black, so-called in the black community or in the conscious community or whatever. But you see how that worked out, right? You see how the conscious community works out, right? You see how the so-called black community, African-American community works out? It doesn't. It doesn't. There is no such thing as a black community. There is no such thing as an African-American community. There is no such thing as a conscious community. You see? So, therefore, there is no power there. You sitting up here and you're trying to get what you call equal treatment, right, under the law like everybody else. There is no such thing as equality. There's never been a such thing as equality. 
I told you all before, there's only supremacy, and supremacy comes with a cost. Supremacy comes with a cost. It comes with a sacrifice. You see, those who are willing to sacrifice individuality, their own individuality, those who are willing to sacrifice their own individuality and become a part of the collective and be in unison and working in alignment with the collective, those are the people that will see power. Those are the people that will see power. Power don't play. You niggas play too fucking much. Power don't play. Power don't allow niggas to walk around wearing fucking dresses. Power don't allow bitches to walk around being with other males off code of other races within their race. They don't allow that. You see, power don't allow their people targeted by the police or have our people out of the code where they got to have any interaction with the police at all. See, that's the type of power that don't play. That's the power that don't fuck around. You niggas fuck around too much. You want to be what you want to be, which is all over the fucking place with no discipline, no real direction. Yet you talk, you niggas talk about you want to be free, you want rights, you want, you want, you niggas don't know what you want. You want everything short of power. You want everything short of power, see, because real power means responsibility. Real power means responsibility. See, you niggas don't want to be responsible for anything. You don't. You don't want to be responsible for your children. You've proven that time and time and time again. You niggas don't want to be responsible for your children. And I'm going to talk to you, Ron, and cut tonight because I can. Because I told you, whenever it comes to the so-called black race and me digging out the bright ones, digging the bright ones out of the black coal and whatnot, digging them out of the ashes, I'm going to be rough with my language. I'm going to be very rough with it. That's why you might want to put the children to bed. You see, because it's the time we in. Well, we got to extract the bright ones from the black ones. You see, the bright ones want the power. They want the future power. They want the eternal and the continuous power. You niggas don't want it. And in fact, you are offended that we want the power, and we want it more than you niggas do. You niggas just want to be in the world, talking about nothing, doing nothing, blowing a whole lot of smoke, Literally, basically following the beast, because that's really what you niggas want. You see the so-called white man as real power. You see him as power. And a lot of you want to be a part of that power, you see. And the reason why you see him as power is because they are cohesive in their movements. They are collective. They move as a collective, and they, and they how they do things. When they come to kick your ass, it's a group of them, you see. It's a bunch of them. When they come to lock you up, it's a bunch of them. When they come in to do what they're going to do to you, it's a bunch of them. You niggas, y'all want to be gangs and all that. There's no power in your gangs. There's no power in your gangs because you niggas are really just a gang of individuals. That's all you are. There's no leader. There's no head. There's no direction. If there's no leader, there's no direction. There's no head. If there's no head, there's no direction. That's like saying I'm going to be a body without a brain. The brain has to be the lead. The brain has to be the lead in the physical body. That's the engine. Without an engine, the car ain't got no movement. Just like I said, where there's no leader, there's no direction. You see, 
The only way you're going to get the power is with a leader. You dumb niggas that sitting up here telling we don't need no leaders and whatnot. You are the people that are against the power of our people because, again, how do you have direction? How do you go to a certain – how do you move from di- direction to direction? How do you move into a state of power without a leader? How do you do that? You tell me how. You can't. You cannot. But you know why y'all say that? Because y'all really don't want any power. You don't. Power scares so-called black people, so they need symbolic things. They need symbolisms of like the money. Money is just a symbol of power. That's not power. It's a symbol of power. Okay? Because you niggas can't buy your way out of nothing in this society, not for real, for real. You can't really buy your way out of nothing. You see, ask Bill Cosby. He's a perfect example. The white man showed you, along with being able to show you that he could put a so-called uh, a prestigious, high so-called black man in jail. He can. He showed you he can ruin. He can ruin a nigga, ruin this nigga's career, ruin his name, ruin all that. Why? Because they did it collectively. They ruined Bill Cosby together. They didn't ru- ruin him separately. They ruined him together. They ruined him with his they newspapers. They ruined him with his court, with their court system, with their penal system. They ruined him as a collective. See, that was powerful. They got together and they said, "Let's get this nigga." They did it together. You see, they ruined him as a collective. You see, you so-called black people don't still don't get it. They'll get together to take you down. Whenever the clan was coming to kill you niggas, how did they come as one of them, two of them? No, they came as a group of them. They came as a group. They didn't come as no one or two of them. They came as a group. The men with their guns and everything ready to kill you niggas. They came as a group. And what was your answer? You niggas stood up as individuals. No, please, no, please, begging and shit. You didn't stand up as men together collectively. If anything should have made you stand up as real men, as real warriors, and fight to the death and put them in the ground, that should have did it. The safety of your children, the safety of your women. You didn't stand up and you niggas didn't come together then. That's why I said you niggas will never see power. You didn't stand up. If you ain't willing to stand up as a man, if you're not really step as a man, if y'all ain't willing to step as men collectively, then you'll never see power. Power comes in the collective. Power comes collectively, not in how much money you got in your pocket. You see, not how much money you got in your pocket. What mansion you living like you dumbass niggas talking about? I got a mansion. I live like these dumb rap niggas. And you see, this is why they the way they are. You know what they'll tell you if you tell them about wearing a dress and degrading themselves? You know what them niggas going to tell you? They're going to tell you get the fuck out of their face. I'm getting paid and whatnot, so I'm getting paid to wear this dress. I'm getting paid to walk on a fashion and dress like a woman. I'm getting paid to say gay shit, and they'll think they, that's power. I got the money. I got the power, which these niggas are going to then take and give right back to the white man. In their mind, that's power. They have the ability to take that money and give it right back to the white man. Also, to, to act like they better than you. A guy ASAP Rocky and all the mother little niggas. They tell them about yeah, y'all niggas is being used to promote homosexuality and the effeminate black males. They don't give a shit. They don't care. As long as it's some money, the white man will make them millionaires. So what does he care about the money? If he if his the white man's mindset is the ones who giving him that money. If I could use these little niggas to destroy other little niggas 
sexuality or have them question their sexuality and things like that, if I can use them as the influencers, then I got everything. I got everything. You see, they give niggas money to be, they buy niggas every day to be influencers. They'll buy a Tyler Perry. They'll buy a, a, a Lee Daniels. They'll buy all those people. They'll buy all these uh, 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 little Nas X's. They'll buy those people. You see, those people are bought and paid for. Those people are bought and paid for. They live in mansions and stuff like that. They live in good to destroy their people. See, because the white man knows that the power is in the people. If I use these roaches to go back and destroy the whole batch of roaches, if I feed them the poison to go back and take poison to the masses, then I got the whole thing on smash. I got these niggas why I want them. You see, this is how he thinks. Y'all don't think that way. You so-called black people don't think that way. What you think about is how you're going to destroy the next black person. Or how you going to stun on the next black person? How you going to get this money? You see, that's what you think about. That's all you care about. You care about nothing, and therefore nothing cares about you. Nothing cares about you. Power is something to be accessed as a collective. You see, there was never a time where the white men ever believed in individuality. That's a lie. They don't believe in individuality. They never did. You so-called black people do. You so-called black people believe in individuality. Your black woman, she believes in herself. You see, your so-called black woman don't think it's her duty to continue the bloodline going, to make sure she's with a so-called black man, to continue the race going. You know what your black woman believes? She believes, I can do whatever I want to do. I'm all for myself. I, you can't help who you love. You know, you, we all human. Basically the same talking points as the Caucasians, the recessive society. You Negroes call them the dominant society. No, I call them the recessive society, but they got a dominant mentality. They got a dominating mentality. They're recessive society but they got a dominating mentality, a dominating mindset. You call them white supremacists. I call them white degenerates. See, you niggas who worship the supremacy of the so-called white man, really we on those on an upper level, we see it as degeneracy. What y'all call white supremacy, we call white degeneracy. And you niggas are fans of degeneracy. You see? Because what do you see that's so supreme about them? What is it that makes them supreme? What makes them supreme in your eyes is that they can come together. They'll get together to get you. But then you'll be the same niggas that turn around and say, well, we don't need no leaders. We don't need no community. You'll be the same one. You'll praise them as supreme for coming together, but you'll tear down somebody else who's trying to bring our people together, and you'll rip down any community that we're trying to do. So what does that tell you? That tells you you niggas are bipolar, number one. You're bipolar like the beast. You're bipolar like him. You are the biggest supporters of white supremacy, a.k.a. white degeneracy. You are the biggest supporters. You see? And because you give them your support mentally by working against the evolution of our people, then you are the people who are working to keep them in power. You so-called black people work to keep white people in power. Your black woman, who's a bed wench, 
who will show herself being with the so-called white man, she's on board to keep them in power. She's a traitor. She's a traitor. She's a race traitor. But do y'all treat her that way? No. Y'all don't treat the black female that way to lay with the beast. You don't treat her that way. You don't treat the black man like a traitor who will lay with the cave woman. You don't treat them that way. You embrace them. You still call them your people. No. No. They literally have to repent from that filthy, wicked act with these humans. They have to repent for that within themselves. What did you do to your people? What did you do to your bloodline? What did you do to your genetic to mix with these humans, these sub-mental beings, these creatures of the creation? What did you do? If they don't even realize it, nothing can be forgiven. These very people work against you. Why do you know you got so-called black black females out here who promoting this COVID shit, this COVID shot? There's one they got up here now, Ebony something, I think her name is, and she's promoting this shot to you so-called black people, going hard promoting this to you. Turn around and find out she was a white man. All right, there you go. So you have to realize that along this path of power, which a lot of you so-called black people are nowhere near. You're not on the path of power. You don't think like that. You niggas think you're just going to walk around in the world and just live your life, live your life like it's golden, like it's golden. Think you're just going to walk around the world and be individuals. No, the day of individuality is over. The day of individuality is over. It's come to an end. So now our people are going to come together out of pure survival. Our people are going to come together out of the state of pure survival. Survival of the fittest. Mentally fit. Physically fit. Right? Financially fit. True people. A true people. Standing up with a true identity, a true language, true name, everything. That's coming. That's coming. Out of the ashes of you niggas, man. See, because, again... To walk, to walk in power, to walk in true power is to move as a collective. You see, to walk in true power is to walk as a collective. None of the stuff that happened to so-called black people in this society should have ever happened to you. It happened to you because... You refuse to stand together under one mind, one body, one soul. Y'all still want to be individuals. You still want to be individuals. You see, no more individuality. Them days are over. Them days have come to an end. And we who see what true power is, true power personified, true power and illumination, out of blackness, out of darkness, and into pure brightness, into the illumination of pure fire, pure intellect, pure transmission. That is the power. The brightness is now coming into this picture, and it will embrighten everything. Enbrightenment is on its way. It is making its way into this atmosphere, and it will embrighten everything. It will burn everything out in order for a new image to resonate. The old image has to be burned away. 
and the ashes have to be blown away. You niggas represent the ashes. You so-called black people represent the ashes of yesterday. And we that come out of you come from amongst you, not out of you, but from amongst you. We represent the brightness of the future, a new or a next illumination. Pure in the sight of Amun. Raising Amun again. Taking Amun forward again. Picking up where our people left off. This is the next stage of power. And see, this time, it will not be achieved under the guise of fighting against anybody. This supremacy will be achieved by one thought and one thought only, and that is Amin. Becoming the Omni race, continual of men and women, a race of lords. You see, that's the power. The power, true power, the real power, is the ability to oversee control and keep law and order. Law and order is the true power in which we, as the elect who are being risen, shall hold as we go forward. That's the real power. Not you niggas sitting around here talking about a bunch of dead dead people in the Bible, walking around wearing bed sheets, talking about some, some uh, gods coming in spaceships to save you. No, no. That very much sounds like a people who don't know what true power is. That's people with on some fantasy shit. People that don't watch too many Star Wars movies, too many Close Encounter movies, too many damn uh, uh, Space Invader play, too many Space Invader games. No. This is real power that is taking place because a new thought is in the world, a next thought is in the world, a next thought of brightness, a reality of who we are coming into fruition. And you'll find that a lot of you so-called black people are against our people coming into power. A lot of you are going to be against it. Why? Because you're not a part of that power. You can't see. In order for you to be part of that power, you have to see the future, the bigger picture of why we have to be together, why you have to play your part. You should feel it's an honor to be amongst those who are coming together collectively and play your part within this body that's being raised going forward. You should feel it as an honor, not as some sort of, how you say, as some sort of burden. Oh, I don't want to know nigga telling me. I don't want nobody telling me what to do. I don't want to listen to nobody. I don't want, I, I'm my own God and all that. You niggas, you are the ones who will never see power. And we should make it our duty our sworn duty, those of us who don't think that way, those who realize and have recognized that true, true communication and true collectiveness is what the power is going to come from. We should make sure that we have nothing to do with niggas like this who still talking about individuality, who still want to be black, who still want to be African-American, who still want to be Negroes, who still want to be their own gods. That don't, my, my, I'm my own God. Goddess bullshit is played out, man. All that God and goddess shit is played out. In case y'all didn't know. All that God and devil shit is played out. It's already done run its course. You see, even your so-called, even your so-called white uh, master, the white man, he don't even give a shit about no God, no devil. 
He plays both sides of that fence. You see, that's what power does. You see, the only reason a white man is able to shine and be over you so-called black people is because you gave him the ability to shine and be over you so-called black people by accepting that you're black people, by accepting that you want to follow the image of the beast. Because, again, all you're truly looking for is the white man to start embracing you and being nicer to you. That's all you really want. But obviously he can't do that. You know why he can't do that? Because if he really does that, then he's going to have to give up some of his power. And he will never give up any of his power because his true power is the collectiveness of his people, which he ain't wrong for that. He's not wrong for that. We wrong for doing what they what they already chose to do, which is stand together no matter what. Stand together in life and in death. Stand together. Y'all don't want to do that. Y'all your own gods. See how far that done got you. You see? You laugh at each other's misfortunes. If something bad happens to one of you, you think it's a joke. You think it's funny. You see, you niggas show just how much you are about one another. Y'all couldn't even see that by locking. When they locked up Bill Cosby, and again, I'm just using him as an example. I don't care about Bill Cosby because, like I said, he was on that individual shit as well. You see, he was on it as well. And he thought his money could save him, but his money didn't save him. You niggas sit up here and laughed at Bill Cosby. You clown Bill Cosby for getting locked up in jail when you should have looked at Bill Cosby as a living lesson of the fact that your money don't mean shit in the society as a so-called black person. Your money don't mean shit. You see, the white man don't care about your money. He'll rob you. He'll take your money from you. He'll cut your money off. He'll destroy what you have just because he's jealous, and you'll let him do it. Because, see, you see yourselves as powerless people. You so-called black men, you ain't got no problem with the black woman walking around you with a white man on her arm. You see, you know why you niggas ain't got no problem with it? Because you powerless. You don't even, you don't even, y'all don't think nothing of that. You know why? Because, like I said, they think nothing of you. They don't even have enough respect for you to hide that shit. You couldn't go in no white neighborhood doing that. But one of they women on your arms, they would have a real problem with that. Because that's what power does. Now, I've said before, I don't care what the so-called black woman do because I'm not a black man. I don't care what the so-called black woman do. But I had to get to that point, not to care. Because I realized the so-called black woman, just like the black man, is all fucked up. And they're individuals and they think for themselves. That's why they do the things they do. This is why they betray their own people. This is why they'll stab each other in the back. This is why they will sell out to the beast and they will put on dresses and things like to destroy their own kind. They will sell drugs to their own kind. They will do that because you are all screwed up as a people. So when I hear anything about black people talking about what black people, I don't listen to nothing no more about what black people need to do or what they should. I don't listen to nothing no more because until black people rid themselves of blackness, rid themselves of being black, and y'all couldn't even understand the concept of that, stop being black. You couldn't even get that when I told you niggas over two years ago to stop being black. If you want to see the end of your problem, stop being black people. You couldn't even get that, and you're still stuck on stupid with that. The perpetual power that the beast has over you is that he was able to name you and thus claim you as his own. He was able to name you and thus claim you as his own. When he called you black people, when he gave you his names in slavery, 
he was able to name you and tell you that you come from Africa and lie in your damn face, tell you this ain't your country, you come from someplace else, and you black people and you African-American, and you had niggas that set up here and went for this, niggas who behind the scenes took an envelope of money to teach their people that poison Jesse Jackass, Al Sharpton, or you boule niggas who are black who think you're going to have have prominence with the so-called white man because he gave you an envelope, Tyler Perry, all you niggas, like I said, these are the niggas that need to be defunded. They need to be you talking about defund the police, defund these niggas. Stop supporting anything they do. Stop supporting their movies, their television shows, everything. Stop going to Tyler Perry Studios. These niggas are here to support the beast, man. They're not here for you because they find power in the beast, not in their own kind. Goddamn niggas, man. They're not our people. You see. But again, I don't care about these people. But I do care about the bright ones who are amongst the black race who need to be dug out of the black race, who need to be taken out, extracted, like the fine gold and diamonds and so all the fine elements that need to be extracted from the coal and the rocks and whatnot. That's what I look to you all as who are coming out of the black race. You represent the diamonds in the coal the goal and all the elements that are needed to put together a communication device. What do I mean by that when I say to put together a communication device? You take all the elemental people, the people, when I say elemental, I mean those who are able to channel into the upper dimensions because if you are able to listen to this message and if you're able to receive this message, then you are part of those people, those elemental people that are meant to channel into the upper dimensions of power. That is beyond blackness. That is pure illumination. That's brightness. Those are the people who we gather. That's the people I'm after. I don't give a shit about no black people that ain't money. I don't. All them niggas could do, all you niggas could do for me is buy an unlimited epics book. That's all you can do for me. And if not, so what? Somebody else will. You're no different than what white people are. White money is no different than black money. I take it all. You know why? Because I don't stand on no black agendas. You see? Because to stand on black agenda is standing on the powerless agenda. I don't stand on powerless bases. I stand on powerful bases. My power comes by way of Amen, by way of our ascendance. That's where my transmission comes from. I stand in the power of the future and the power of Amen. And my people stand here with me. And we're walking forward. You so-called black people, you are standing still. You are standing still and you're waiting for the white man to give you the next direction on where to go, what to do, how to think, what to think. You niggas are standing still waiting on the white man to tell you something. We not. We not. Let me take a call. 901. 901. All right, nothing from 901. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when... You are trying to figure out where it is that you fit in to this thing. Like I said, I'm me. I'm an individual. Like you people say, I'm me. I'm not myself. I'm an individual. I'm by myself. No, you're not. No, you are not. No, you are not. You see? No. What you are is a people who are lost in darkness, lost in blackness, 
That's what you are. A people without power. A people without vision. See, because to truly have power, you first have to have vision. In order to have power, you have to first and foremost have vision. And you so-called black people don't prove that you don't have any vision at all. At all. You niggas are still tools for the so-called white man. You are still his possessions. You are still possessions. So, again, possessions don't understand power. A lot of y'all still got that very strong slave mentality over y'all. Y'all have not graduated from that. So you were supposed to graduate from possessions to people collectively, which is why I'm putting forth the Mesoamerican community for those who are coming from that state of possession into the state of people. That's what the Mesoamerican community is for. You see, the Republican intellect is something totally different. But the Mesoamerican community is for those people who are coming from the state of possession and into the state of being people. Because in order for you to be first, see yourself as people first. What do I mean by that? In this third dimensional realm, you have to see yourself as a collective race of people, meaning a collective race of people who are for, of, and by the same thing. We think the same. We act the same. And that's what the Mesoamerican community is about. The Mesoamerican community is going to receive their own Mesoamerican names, Mesoamerican language, all of that. We're going to be something that we were meant to be and that we were stopping ourselves or let the bee stop us from being. That is a real people. So that's really for the people who are coming out of the second dimension and into the third dimension as a people to get y'all moving. That is my contribution to the planet, to get my people who are large within the black race, to get them out of the black race. Because the black race is dead, man. The so-called black race is finished. The black race is full of faggots, lesbians, bed wenches, you see, all kind of weird niggas who want to be white, that's your black race. So if you want to still call yourself black after seeing the type of niggas who are black, this minstrel show coon-ass niggas of 2021, your little Nas X's and all these niggas who are a bunch of black people, those are black people. You are right. Those are black people. I agree. So now the bronze and the bright have to be separated from the black. You see, they got we got to let it be known those are not our people. They don't represent us. We're not the same. Those are African-American. Those are black people over there. We're not black people. They are not a part of our community. The real community that we're coming forward with, well, they're not a part of it. We don't support nigger music. We don't support black music, which is garbage right now. You see, the real music that we support, the jazz, the, the real R&B, the jazz, the soul music, you see, that's Mesoamerican music. We claiming that that's all that's Mesoamerican music. Jazz, R&B, soul is Mesoamerican music. And that's what we claiming it as. We're going to push the culture of Mesoamericanism forward all over. But still in the minds of Mentelian, still in the minds of Amin. You see, that's why this is important. That's why this is important. You so-called black people, y'all, 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 all you're going to do is go up under the so-called white man. You're going to go up under the beast. You're going to be part of the black race is only here to be the foundation of the gray race at this point. They don't even see that. That's why they're really promoting you, using you Negroes to promote homosexuality. Let Notice, they're using you niggas to promote everything that white people was, was about. they still about, but they just push you niggas out in front to promote it. You see? 
the things that they really about, they're using, they're pushing you Negroes to be about because that's how you push them together. This is how you make the gray race. You take the niggas who LBGTQ and you take the white people that's LGBT and who, who are the top of the LGBT thing and you take the bottom barrel niggas who are part of it and you mesh them all together and that's your gray race. But see, the Caucasians, they're going to still control it. You see? You take the swirlers, the bed winches, and everybody else who with that type of activity, you put them all together, but the whites are going to still control that. You take the black Democrats, Republicans, and all you niggas that want to be white, black versions of white people that want to follow their bullshit politics. You see, they lying-ass bullshit politics. They parlor tricks. And you niggas be the congressional black caucus, and you go with the follow the white one. And y'all be the great caucus, but the whites are always going to be in charge. So that's how that works. See, the ones who are on top, they always going to have a bottom bitch. And you so-called blacks are the bottom bitches to the white race. So think about that next time you niggas put on dresses and talk about, I'm coming up, I'm getting money, I'm coming up. Yeah, so do hoes. Hoes come up off their knees sometimes. You see? But you still a hoe.
You know, power, or should I say power, was at our fingertips. We just began to grasp onto power when we came to the realization that these people are not going to do anything for us. See, when we had to face that back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, before Martin Luther Coon started telling us we all together and we all in the same struggle, in the same fight. See, people, our people were willing to come more together and be more galvanized because they didn't have the white man to rely on, even though you still had these niggas that wanted to rely on the white man and be with him and lay with him and do all this other stuff. But for the most part, we didn't have to rely on. But then in comes the whole socialization thing of telling, because that's all people like Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights and even your Black Panthers, that's all these people really did, man. They was responsible for integrating black people into society because down the line, the so-called white men always want to create the gray race. See, that's not something that was something that wasn't see they they wanted to really do that during after really after slavery they wanted to create the gray race why i said is because in slavery you had a lot of these caucasian males that were laying with the black females and having children with them and what was happening with those children they would send those children out start colleges and universities for those mulattoes those grades to get educated and thus come back amongst the so-called black race and be the leaders of the black race, right? And be the leaders of the so-called black race. So the beast had always had in mind the creation of the grace. All he had to do was find some trader blacks, some black traders to help him do it. And he ended up getting the gray ones and he ended up getting the straight up dark skinned black ones. I told you all before, Frederick Douglass was a big contributor of that. He going back as early as the what, 1800s, Frederick Douglass. He was part of that. Yet this guy, uh, like this guy, Umar Johnson, always talking about Frederick Douglass. Why? Why do you think certain people are utilized by the white man? And all the same people you hear all the time that fought for civil rights and whatnot, they give you the same people. You see? Because those people are boule, the Martin Luther Kings, your um, Booker T. Washingtons. Where's the other guy? Uh, 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 um, yeah, uh, uh, what's the, the nigga that was on the Supreme Court? The mulatto-looking nigga that was on the Supreme Court. You see, they put they they created positions for those people. You see, they elevated those people over you rest of you so-called full black, aka so-called black, really Mesoamerican people. See, they elevated those people. You see, they elevated them to have that idea in their head they was better than you, and see. You so-called blacks, the Mesoamericans, real Mesoamericans, the real Americans of the society, the real native, the real indigenous Americans of the society, you went with that. You went with that. They, the beast, the beast used his Trojan horse, which was these graves, these mulattoes, to push their message. You see, they used them. And they're going to always use these people because, see, these people are bargaining chip, and thus you place power in these people. Because <clears throat> how long have you niggas been mystified about light skin and dark skin and all this other stuff? You niggas got mystified about who was lighter and stuff like that, and y'all play into that whole light skin, dark skin thing. You see, you looked at that as a form of power because in your mind it was closer to white. 
It was closer to the recessive. They got you embracing the recessive over the dominant. They got you embracing the recessive over the dominant. So that was really a trick to get you to not acknowledge your true power because by you worshiping the image of the white man, you're worshiping the image of a weak and recessive being. By you worshiping their hair, which is animal fur, you're worshiping a weak and recessive creature. So then are you really going to know what real power is if you're worshiping that? They worship your image. Think about this. The beast worships your image. Why do you think he spends thousands of dollars to get seats at basketball games, seats, front row seats at football games? They're not, they not going there to see white people. They're going there to see you niggas fly through the air, run down the field, because in their mind, uh, or go to a boxing match and see a nigga go upside, and go, up some, go upside somebody's head. You see, they pay to see that. They could see the so-called white man. He knows that the epitome, or he considers the epitome of power, at least symbolically, with you so-called black people, if you can't pull a lever to vote, if you if you if if you don't control the politics, the money, things like that, the white man lets you get it, be involved in the next best thing, and that is your athletic ability. But even he owns that because he's the one that owns your football teams, he owns your basketball teams, he owns a bunch of goddamn slaves, he owns a bunch of high high jumping, fast running slaves. But he sees you as a powerful slave. You see, the white man, he set this up in the same way the Greco-Roman thing as far as how he, you know, has his power and how he looks at people. That's that Greco-Roman attitude. You see, he knows if he can't physically be the power in his physical body, because, you know, he needs a bunch of them to be the physical power with a bunch of guns. He needs a bunch of weapons and all of them together to be the physical power. So he knows deep down inside he ain't the real physical power. He knows you're the physical power. You see, and he knows that he worships that physical power. He worships you on the football field. He worships you on the basketball court. He worships you in the boxing ring. But outside them, y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of fucking niggas, man. You black males are nothing but a bunch of fucking niggas. If he can't, if he, if, if uh, you, like I said, if you ain't running and jumping for him or, or uh, uh, running and jumping and fighting and boxing for him, then you ain't nobody to him. Because that's what he that's what he enjoys and he loves so much. Cause see, he wished he could do that. He wished he had that physical capability. See, that's raw power to him. But what does he do? He tries to control that raw power. Because he knows if I can't have that power, that physical power, then I'm going to control it. I'm going to be the guy that owns the football team. I'm going to be the guy that owns the basketball team. I'm going to be the fight promoter that promotes the fight so I could watch this nigga punch somebody upside the head and whatnot. I'm gonna own. I'm gonna get a piece of that money off that nigga. That's power to him that he can control you like a tool. That's the power to him. You niggas think because he gave you a hundred million dollars, you think, oh, I'm powerful now. See, like Floyd Mayweather, this coon ass nigga walking around. I got my Gucci bag. Which I obviously, obviously Gucci is writing this coon ass Negro a check to go around and talk about how he want to wear Gucci and everything so bad. Obviously, somebody writing him a check. He's a perfect example. You see, and if he's not getting the check for them from promoting their shit and walking around with bags full of money, because he's nothing but a damn pawn and a tool, too. All these niggas with money are who the beast got gave them their money, all tools. You see, they all tools of powerlessness because they get you to believe that the power is in their individual money. They get you to believe that the power is in them flashing money in your goddamn face. That's all an illusion. 
See, they get you know why they get you to deflect away from deflect toward the money visuals because you see Floyd, Floyd flashing the money, 50 Cent flashing the money, these niggas in pictures flash. You think they're doing that because they want to? They're doing that because they're being told to by their handlers to do that. Because what does that do? That makes you so-called black people think that, oh, these guys are individuals. They ain't got part of no community. Look how much money they get. And they doing it. They enjoying it. So they live in large. And what does that make you do? It makes you look at them as powerful figures when you then you stop looking at your collective community, you stop looking at each other as a real as the real power. You start looking at them as power, and you should, I, and as the white man that showed you, them niggas ain't got no power. All it takes is a few bad stories in his newspaper, a few tax audits, and them niggas remember Fifty Cent talk all that money flash and talk all that shit flash and all that money. Then when he had to go to court and pay that woman, and they found out he told him he ain't had no money and he just going there acting like it. they was about to lock that nigga up. Then he start crying. So I'm like, oh, I, you know, Judge, I was just joking about how much money I got. All the coon came out that nigga. What happened to all this money and power then? What happened to 50s money and power? What happened to Bill Cosby's money and power? You see, they show you all the time, nigga, don't get out of line. You see, they show you all the time with all your money, nigga, you are ours. You belong to us. We made you and we will break you. And that's what they show you. They did that so that you could focus on them as the power. That's, see, that's how the white man do. He loves to, see, that, that was meant to impress you Negroes. That wasn't for nobody else other than to impress you. See these niggas up here flashing money, using money as a damn telephone, all that stupid shit. That was meant to impress you Negroes, man. And for you niggas that was impressed, that, that shows that what you really about. If you really was impressed by that, niggas holding paper up to their ears, like a phone, clown-ass niggas. You see, these are niggas that you that you that you take seriously. You say, "Oh, they got it going on. They got they ain't got nothing. They got promissory notes from the white man. Who at any given time, you know, the white man ain't too good on his promises. You know, he ain't too good. At any given time, if he feel a certain kind of way, all he gotta do is hit a button. You ain't got no more money, or you getting audited by the uh, by the IRS." Or you gonna get stopped by the police with some drugs in your car that you didn't have that all of a sudden got found? They found it, shit like that. Or you gonna get some raggedy ass white females to say you raped them? See, that's the threat these niggas always gotta live under. So they ain't got no power, man. These niggas don't have no power. You see, they have no power. The power is in the people. The power is in the people. You see, the power is in the collective. That's why the beast hated Donald Elijah Muhammad so much. And you niggas hated Elijah Muhammad too, Donald Elijah Muhammad, because you like, damn, he ain't no ass-kissing coon. And he gathered all them so-called black people together. So what happened? You had people like Martin Lucifer Coon and all the rest of them civil rights you know, sambos stuck up here and disrespect Donald B. Elijah Muhammad down to Dick Gregory, his old coon ass. They disrespected Donald B. Elijah Muhammad. And then what happened? Your boy Malcolm Hex, Malcoon Hex, jumped right on the bandwagon with these civil rights niggas. Next thing you know, he around talking that Pan-African bullshit, which is nothing but promoting a bunch of lies, a bunch of false identification, and a bunch of powerlessness. 
because by them getting us to call ourselves African Americans, what did the white man teach you about the so-called Africans? He taught you that they were a bunch of jungle savages that he went into Africa and conquered and brought over here into America as slavery. Now y'all get to call yourself African American. How the fuck does that even make you feel powerful? How does that make you feel powerful? Then to add insult to injury, he put fucking roots on. He put roots on in the 70s when you niggas was being black and proud, trying to find your way, wearing your natural hair, your afros and your braids and being proud of being who you was. He put roots on. You can't tell that this is all, this is all a setup. All this was, all this was orchestrated. This was all orchestrated. This is all orchestrated. They stay orchestrating things on you Negroes, man. You so-called black people because, see, y'all don't think in the minds of the power, man. You don't think in the mindset of the power. You think in the mindset of powerlessness and, 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 and dependency. You see? Because if black people really stood together, you wouldn't have to ask no banks for no money. You wouldn't have to ask for no money. You wouldn't have to, none of y'all would have to be homeless. You wouldn't have to be none of this stuff. If y'all really stuck together, you wouldn't have, oh, you know, black people are, you know, such and such in their, in their you know, their households. No, what? No. Y'all got enough people, a greater economy to make sure that y'all take care of y'all. So y'all can have your own banks within your community. You can have your own banks lending you money for businesses and things like that. You can have that. You can have your own people in your neighborhoods, the men walking the streets and whatnot, making sure none of the children are being bothered and touched anything. You could have that. And it don't even have to be all of y'all. Let's just say it's maybe three, 400,000 of you that do that. Not even a whole million people. That's power. That's power. You see, power is the only thing that's respected. See, if you say that the so-called white man has power and you're talking about white supremacy, how the fuck does he respect you niggas begging him for things? How can power, power only going to respect power. Nobody respects you that's sitting around here begging for this, that, and the third. You see, y'all not willing to do nothing yourself. That's why even in a sense, I'm going to say this, I kind of got a little bit of respect for Tariq Nasheed, who's doing this Hidden History Museum. You know, even though he's not all the way on point and whatnot, and I got my my thoughts about him, you know, certain ideas, thoughts about him, and, you know, my opinions about him. But like I said, I, I, I like the fact that he's trying to do it. He's doing a hidden, he's trying to do a hidden um, history museum, trying to break down our people's early times in this society. I don't know how much he's going to cover that. But he's okay. He's gonna have these cool ass, uh, uh, black conscious, watered down niggas in the in the thing talking. But at least he's trying. Unlike a lot of you niggas who sit up here and try to attack him for doing a hidden history museum. See, that's the the niggas who want to be powerless. Because the greatest power you can have is in identifying yourself and being able to teach your children their true heritage of who they came from. That's one of the greatest foundations for power that you start with. You see, power only respects power exactly. Power only respects power. You niggas have come with no power in your mindset. You don't think in a power seat. You think in that vacuum of being slaves. You think in that power that, that so you think in that mindset, white people better than me already. You come into the table like you asking them for something. You feel it's an honor to mix your seed with them, to get in the recessive. Again, if they got you to worship recessive genetics and they worship dominant genetics, then who has the real vision of power? See, because the so-called white man don't really worship his own image. He don't really like himself. The white man really likes your image. He don't want to say it because what do I say? Do I not say you don't hate you don't you hate up, you don't hate down. So when he making fun of our afros and our dark skin and all this other stuff, that's all a front, man. 
You can't think it's that ugly if you was willing to put on dark, dark makeup and woolly hair and, and performing that shit. You can't think that it was that bad. How are you making fun of people when you're trying to look like them? How, you know, how are you making fun of people who think they're inferior when you're trying to tan your skin to be dark? You're trying to get butt implants. You're trying to do all kind of frizzy things. With your how is it that you're you trying to look more like the people who you claim that you better than? You know why? Because they know what real, as far as genetic material, they know what the real power in the genetic material is. And they worship your genetic material. That's why the guy showed you, the guy in that movie, Get Out, what did the white people want to do? They wanted to get inside you so-called black people's body because they felt like, well, damn, they said our minds is intact. We already got, see, in the movie he was showing you, they they wanted, they still, they still wanted their same consciousness, meaning they same mindset, because they know they mindset. They didn't want you niggas' mindset. They just wanted your physical bodies. Because what they were saying is, see, we got the mindset for supremacy. Now, if we had a supreme body, then we got everything. And that's what they did. They transported that old white man inside that niggas' body. You see? And, she, and then what the white woman got to have a black buck. But she always wanted any fucking way. You see? You dumbass niggas, you think you think the white man doing you a favor when he lay down with you. No, he's actually doing you a disservice because he's destroying your genetics. He's weakening your genetics. You see? You think he's doing you a favor when he want to lay with you so-called black females. That's why you dumbass broads got paying, gave that white boy, gave him some gave him some um, sex, and we end up giving you some damn AIDS. Right back. <laughs>
that was when Elijah Muhammad told us to stand up as real men and real women in America, not turn to Africa or Arabia or someplace else, but here in America, that was power. That's why his movement was different from everybody else's. He didn't get us to turn to the east. We stand in, even though we saw turn to the east to pray, but we were still standing in the west where we had to stand up, man. And, of course, Malcolm Hex, he had to come. You see, when the Nation of Islam was off on their own and just doing work and service to growing the nation before the public really knew about who the Nation of Islam was, Mal, it was Malcolm Hex that planned, pl- ended up bringing the downfall of the Nation of Islam. And when I say the downfall, I mean the decline of the Nation of Islam because once he started trying to link the Nation of Islam with these Negro uh, leaders, these black leaders, which were nothing but a bunch of government um, government uh, uh, tools that were being used to cause dissension amongst black people. When this nigga Malcolm X decided to, yeah, messenger, maybe you need to talk to Martin Luther King and talk to uh, uh, this one over here and that one over there and talk to these black civil rights niggas who was not about the evolution of our people. And the messenger saw that and he just started dissing these Negroes, man. He started dissing Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackass and all these other people, man. He said they gonna. Alan Bleach Mom said they only. He said, "quote He said they only. That boy gonna see that they, that these 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 uh, uh devils ain't doing nothing but using him." So he already knew Jesse Jackson was gonna learn the hard way, just like Martin Luther King learned the hard way. All these all these Andrew Youngs and all these niggas who the beast used within the so-called black race because they want to get their power from the beast. Now the boy Elijah Muhammad was growing power in on an organic way, in a natural way, in a supernatural way by getting our people who were the real or who are the real Americans to come together and stand up as real men and real women. And I am continuing that. I am continuing that in the Republic of Mentelec. Us standing up as the true Mesoamericans and in the Mesoamerican community, that's being continued. That in reality is being known. We just we, we bypassing all the religious stuff, all the Islam, all that Judaism, Christian, all that's going out the window, man. And Amun is being put forward in this day and time. The fulfillment of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saw as the so-called black man. When he said the black man was God, that was really him saying the black man is Amun. He just didn't know how to say Amun, but he said the black man is God. God is a man. Remember I told you that he was really saying God was Amun. The black man is Amun. That's what he was saying because God translates as one who is supreme, the highest, supreme. And in their mind and their teaching, God is that which is supreme. So who is supreme? Amun is supreme. And he was saying what I'm saying now, the so-called black man, the black woman, we are the almond race. We are the almond race. That's nothing but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, him trying to say by him saying the black man was God and the white man was the devil, the human, the lesser, the lower. That's what we're saying right now, but on a greater level, on a supreme level, on a level of pure brightness, where we ain't got to do no more polarities, no more God and the devil is done, man. It's all about the Lord and the order of the Lord. The coming of the Lord has come. This is the true power that we are living in in this day and time. Revelations is really happening in front of our face. But like I said, you got a lot of these Negroes out here who still want to draw their power from the beast. Because like I said, you niggas are like the moon. You niggas are not like the sun. You niggas are like the moon because you treat the white man like he the sun and you want to draw your power from him when you're supposed to be the one that's emitting the sun. See, the so-called white man knows that you're the real power here. But his but his thing is to control the power. You see, he knows that you're really the power here. He used you to build his country, so he knows what power really is. He but but what he not what he understands is how to control the power. 
collectively control the power. And this is how he's always going to out, outpower you. He's going to always outpower you so-called black people because all you see yourself as is a goddamn resource. You niggas want to be football players. You don't want to own the team. You niggas want to be basketball players. You don't want to own the team. You want to be boxers. You don't want to own the boxers. You see? You don't want to own the baseball teams. You don't want to own your own leagues. You don't want to control that. You he you just going to be the talent. You see? And he's just going to direct you. You see? That's how that works. You don't see yourself as powerful. You don't see yourself that way. You see, you niggas don't see yourselves as powerful. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave you niggas too much credit when he said the black man was God. He was being, when he was saying that, he was he was being futuristic in his thoughts. He knew that them people that was walking with him, a lot of them didn't get it at that time. Some of them did. A lot of them didn't get it. That's why y'all was able to turn around and follow this nigga Wallace into Sunni Islam. I don't give a damn if it was the messenger's son or not. How you going to start off talking about you listen to a man tell you you God in person, then you niggas turn around and follow some funky-ass Arabs? The messenger told you go ahead turn around and follow some funky-ass Arabs or some Caucasians talking about some fucking Dianetics? That's what the messenger told you niggas to do? Or was that a bunch of males, black males who've been compromised? Or is that a bunch of black males who've been compromised? Who want who want who still want to get some get some energy from the so called white man because they believe he's the power because he can kill somebody or give you some fucking paper to buy some material thing he's the power. Now, well, if them niggas think that's the power, then they they shouldn't be leading you. If they still think money is the power, so much so that you'll sell each other out, sell out the doctrines of your teachers, sell out your people. If they believe money is the power, and I'm even gonna get on Doctor York for doing that bullshit. I'm going to just say it like this, raw and uncut, since we being real about it. When Dr. York brought fucking Jesse Jackson and fat-ass Al Sharpton, this is when he was fat Al Sharpton, when he brought them two niggas on the land, that was the downfall, man. When he brought them two niggas on the land, letting them wear the fucking uh, um, Nuwapian crowns, I was done, man. The fuck is going on here? Two coon-ass boule niggas. Maybe Ron maybe he had a, a different vision of it, thought it would go some kind of way. No, it wasn't gonna go no other kind of way. Them niggas belong to the beast, man. They don't want to see no power come up on people. How when they was there, they were probably looking at everything and right there, yeah, see they got people over here doing it. They probably was doing that. You see? That and like I said, that was the end that was the beginning of the end when he let them two coon ass niggas on the land. That was an insult to our ascendants and the ancestors. But I digress. Great men make mistakes. I get that. But see, we got to be wiser. Don't be put off by my language for those of you who may be hearing me for the first time. I'm very passionate and I'm rolling and cutting. I don't got time to fuck around and worry about whether people like how I'm saying. I'm going to just speak it real as it is, rolling and cut. I don't have to speak nice anymore. We ain't in the time of niceties anymore. We're not in the time of the messenger where they spoke like that and they spoke like clean. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful that they spoke like that. That was their time. It's not our time now. We're not on that type of time no more. 
We're not on that type of time no more. We got to take on a whole other energy, man. That raw and uncut energy has to be in us, man. That pure soul has to be in us, man. We ain't got time for the niceties and the plan. You know, I'm not saying we got to be, oh, that's this and all, all the time. I'm not saying we got to be over the top like that. But we have to have that ability to get that intense about how our thoughts are flowing if we truly want this power, man. See, because power knows no boundaries, man. Power knows no limits, and power knows no fear. Power knows no limits, man. You see, power don't play. Power is control, man. Control of ourselves, control of our environment, control of our people, control over the earth. See, if y'all not thinking like that, man, then you niggas might as well just hang it up, man. Put a gun in your mouth and put your brains on the fucking back wall, man. Because in this life, man, it's all about power. We and you born for power, man. You supposed to be in this life of power, man. We supposed to walk the path of power, man. That's what we're here for. What else are you niggas here for other than power? If you ain't here for power, and no, the power is not in getting no money. The power is not in getting all the money, getting all the hoes, getting all the clothes, getting all the building, all the property in the building. That's not what power is. Those are symbols of power. Those are a bunch of offshoots of power. The power isn't the collectiveness and bringing the people together to work in unison together. That is the damn power. When y'all going to get that through your head? That's the power. Gathering the people together, getting them to work in unison to agree to work for a higher cause. What's not higher than us, man? We are the highest cause that we can work in favor. How the fuck you niggas going to talk about um, voting in this system, man? We should be working for us, focusing on us and only us, man, because we are the highest cause that we can focus on. So how you niggas talking about voting going to help you? Our future is the highest cause we can work for. But see, these niggas don't think about the future. They only thinking about the now and what they can get from the beast right now. That's why money, money is important. All of them. I'm not saying money's not a tool. You're supposed to have money, that's, but that's a given, man. You're supposed to have money. You see, you niggas who sitting up here acting like money's a big thing. No, we supposed to have money. Money's supposed to be a regular thing. If money, if you niggas are still blown away by money, there's something wrong with you. We supposed to be able to have a thousand, two, three, five thousand, ten thousand dollars like it's nothing, like it's fucking paper, because that's all it is. You see, we're not supposed to be poor people. We ain't supposed to be no poor righteous teachers. We supposed to be rich righteous rulers, rich righteous rulers, not no fucking poor righteous teachers. I'm sick of you niggas with that poor righteous teacher bullshit. Meanwhile, at the back of the ranch, you following a motherfucker who ain't seen poor in years, Minister Farrakhan. We rich, righteous rulers, man. We ain't no goddamn poor, righteous teachers. We ain't supposed to be. But the money don't make us rich. The reality of who we are as the dominant race collectively working together, that's what makes us wealthy. Things. That just, you know, you're passionate about. And you got to be passionate all the time because passion denotes power if it's done in the right direction. Passion don't have to denote emotion. Passion denotes power if aimed in the right direction to hit the right target. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. Do black people understand what power really is? No, they do not, and they never will. Because, again, see, black people think that all the wrong things, all the symbolisms of um, power equals power, but they don't. Money don't equal power. Property don't equal power. 
5013s and Cs and Ds don't equal power. That shit don't equal power. Cars don't equal power. Money, clothes, and hoes don't equal power. Going on fucking vacation every month or every year don't equal power. What equals power is the collective embodiment of our people, mind, body, and soul in the direction for a real real extension, a real evolution, which is our babies. We are the highest, highest, highest priority and what we should be working toward our babies, man. But you niggas give your babies over to the beast to be educated. And then wonder why your children dropping out of school before they even hit the twelfth grade. Why don't they why don't they realize it? Because again, they've been slaves for so long, man, they even you know, they've truly become black people. People in darkness, people who can't see past the light and into the bright. Will they ever the bright ones of our people will come out and they will see that this is what the message is for. Again, I'm not trying to get black people to wake up. Because you can't, because black people are dead, man. Does black mean power? No, it doesn't. So for you niggas to keep with this black is power, brother. And see, we with the black, melanated, like, shut up, nigga. Nigga, shut up. You niggas ain't the black, melanated nothing. We not black people. So stop that. Knock off that black shit. You niggas are black. Mentally, you're black. What does uh, black really mean in the process of power? We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Thank you very much. Thank you.